2: Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Faridja from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers.
3: And I'm Amy Revel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family
2: organised. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started.
3: joined us for episode 25 of The Art of Decluttering. Today we'll be talking about decluttering and organizing your holidays. So whether you have small children and holidays can be a little bit crazy or whether you don't have any children in your care and you get to do some fun things and some soul care on holidays, we want to talk to you today about some tips that we have around that. Because and I both love holidays. Yay!
2: I've just come back from a holiday.
3: I know. I want to say, how was it, Kirst? But I know that we're recording this a little bit ahead of time. <laughs> I'm sure that it will be so awesome.
2: Yes, I am hoping that it is awesome. So yes, listeners, we are recording a couple of weeks in advance so that I can go on holidays and don't have to Skype from the ship back to record an episode and then... Not have anybody edit it because I do all the editing. (laughs) (laughs) So we've come up with a good solution. Yes, we have.
3: Kirsty, tell me your favorite type of holiday.
2: Oh, what a great question, Amy. Ooh. Ooh, 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 I'm hoping yeah. I can say a cruise because <laughs> that's what I'm about to go on and I'll have just got back on as of today. Um, that might
3: be your brand-new favourite type of holiday. It might be,
2: but I love family holidays um, where we get to go away. I don't actually have a favourite type of holiday. Like I just want to hey. get away with my family, although I also do love holidays without my family. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yeah, so what about you, Amy? What's your favourite?
3: My favourite type, I've got two favourite types of holidays. One is like an extended period of time off. So, you know, at the moment we've got primary age kids and so the summer holidays I love because we just chillax at home and we don't tend to go away over summer, mostly because I hate the heat and the idea of camping or having to do anything in the heat is just hideous to me. And so I really love the kind of lazy days of board games and the kids watching a movie and then maybe just going out for a barbecue dinner. Like that kind of holiday where it's just really relaxed is really nice for me and the other type of holiday I love is camping. And we haven't done enough of it in the last 12 months. So I am itching for a bit of a camping holiday. So I think maybe Labor Day, um, once it started to cool down a little bit, we might have to organise a camping trip. So I, I, would, I love camping. We used to camp pre-kids, so just with other adults. We camped just Cal and I. We've camped with kids. We've camped ki- with kids and with other families. And so all of those tick the box and get my holiday ticket approval.
2: Yeah, I do love camping too. We just haven't done it since having kids as a family. Simon's taken the kids away, um, but not we have not done it as a family. Yeah, it
3: does. It look, it's certainly a whole lot more work. I've got a girlfriend um, who explains holidays with children as just parenting in a different location, which is true. <laughs> the, the, the holidays are, are not what they used to be, are they?
2: No. And so I... Do not so much look forward to holidays. I always thought that when the kids were in primary school, I would really enjoy the holidays because I really did not enjoy holiday season when they were in preschool because all of the fun activities stopped over holiday breaks. So <laughs> All I've, of the breaks. <laughs> yeah, so I found holidays really long and lonely and hard, 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 yeah. hard work. Um, and it is getting a whole lot easier a whole lot easier however because I'm working for myself and I have also worked for some done some very part-time jobs for other people I have found working during school holidays a challenge
3: yes and I know
2: you do that too so what is challenging about working during the holidays Amy
3: Uh, everything is challenging about working during the holidays. Um, I mean, for us in our family situation, We're fairly unique where both Cal and I work for ourselves, work from home, um, have flexible work routines, sometimes out with clients, sometimes at home. And so we have to schedule our holidays pretty carefully to make sure there's one of us home at all times to look after our kidlings. And so I actually really enjoy the break of going out to work in the school holidays because it's adult company. It's getting out and doing something I love. It's a break from sometimes the squabbling and sometimes the insistent, uh, what's there to eat? What can I have to eat? Can I have dessert now? Is there another chocolate bar? Can I hop on the iPad?
2: Can I hop on the iPad? Can I hop on the Uh... iPad? Can I watch TV? Can I hop on the iPad? Can I watch TV?
3: Yeah,
2: what can I do now? What's next? What can I do now? Can I have a friend over? I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored.
3: I'm bored. I'm bored. We're we're really selling this gig, aren't we? Yeah.
2: (laughs) To all those people who don't have children yet, enjoy. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Consider your choices carefully, people. (laughs) Oh
3: dear, Kirsty, I think our podcast has taken a turn. (laughs) So when you're not with the kids and it's just you and Simon or you and girlfriends, do you ever do
2: holidays kid-free? Yes, I go away with my girlfriends sometimes, not as often as I would like, but as often (laughs) as the budget allows. And I love... I love at soul care during Mm. those holidays and I love a good chat and that fuels me up to go back into everyday life. Um, I am dreaming of a holiday by myself. Ooh, (laughs) completely by yourself. Oh, I I would love that. I am such an extrovert and I love being around people, but I think um, parenting has changed me a lot that yes. I am now more and more an introvert or mm. probably not an. I'm not an introvert I never will no. be an introvert but I do much prefer silence you need quiet downtime <laughs> yes Um. so I would love to go on a silent retreat I think I would oh, love to go Kirstie. on a silent retreat
3: I wonder if you could do it I don't think you I are could.
2: a talker mm, I don't think I could But I'm up for the challenge. And in fact, for Christmas, I have bought myself, (laughs) on behalf of my family, um, I have bought myself a day at a local retreat center. It's not a silent retreat, but it is a yoga retreat. So you get to do yoga. You get to um, listen to wellness um, talk and you get yummy organic vegan food and you get to do whatever you want for the whole day.
3: Cursed. That sounds pretty good. Are you going to take a book? Like what does that look like for you? When you say soul care, can you explain to us what soul care means for
2: you? Another great question, Amy. Full of them today. (laughs) You are. (laughs) I think soul care for me is doing stuff that I absolutely love and also things that will fuel me to Mm. keep going but also doing that introspective thinking Mm -hmm. like that deep work that has to happen sometimes Mm. and that would only happen if you do take time out not only happen but is helped by having time out of normal day life Mm. so i love paddleboarding as well so actually an ideal day for me would be to go paddleboarding by myself oh I love it look at all this time by yourself or just with a really good friend so Amy
3: you want to come paddleboarding I've never been paddleboarding I'm totally up for it oh it's so
2: beautiful especially we could go uh, down the Yarra when you're down in Melbourne maybe maybe I've been been paddleboarding on the Noosa River and also down at Barwon Head's Oh, Bowen Heads is beautiful. Yes, and it was awesome down at Bowen Heads, actually. Anyway, <laughs> enough, about, cool. enough about me dreaming about the holidays. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's only a few more days and you get to go, and by the time this airs,
2: you're back already. And straight into school holidays, so I didn't plan it very well. We're going on our cruise and we get back the day before school breaks up, so the kids get to go back to school for one day and then I have them again for another six weeks. So essentially I'm having an eight-week um, Christmas holiday—an which... eight-week sabbatical with your lovely offspring. Yes, and so I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm just hoping that that joy kicks in for me.
3: Oh, it will, it will. I um traditionally love school holidays because I really enjoy spending time with my children because they are very similar to me, and so we enjoy the same things. School holidays for us looks like a lot of board games. It looks like a lot of playdates. It looks like setting up a toddler pool in the backyard and splashing around. It looks like um, watching a movie together and snuggled up under the air conditioning. It looks like making, you know, yummy fruit salad and different things, yogurts to eat for dessert. Like those are the memories that I really like. We're a pretty homebody kind of family, Cal quite likes to get out and about but the kids and I would be happy to stay home like six out of seven days a week we're not craving to ever get out of the house we're quite happy to have pajama days whereas I'm not sure I've ever seen his pajamas past about eight o'clock in the morning so we can very very easily take a very slow holidays and just kind of go with the flow and not really stress not do a whole lot of outings Um, we do outings because we feel like we should and I feel like that's what good mums do rather than any of us particularly want to (laughs) well then maybe you should stop (laughs) I know but I hate it when we get to the end of the holidays and people like say what did you kids do like we played Monopoly (laughs) but that's what we enjoy yeah but they don't they're like we played Monopoly yes and they tell people we played like the longest game of Monopoly in the history of Monopoly it took us three days to play and mum ended up with all the $50 notes and we do we really genuinely enjoy that kind of thing Um, and we love going and just hanging out at friends houses just hanging out having no agenda no pressure no time restrictions that stuff is really appealing to me and then if I was the holiday just Cal and I exactly the same principles apply I don't want the pressure of you've got to be at a restaurant at this time and then we're going to go see a show and then we're going to do this I just want to go for a walk I want to relax and for the soul care for me it's just time to think thinking is just so um underrated <laughs> because we just I don't feel like I get enough time just to think and so that's what soul care looks like for me it's just that stop stop and just be and let your brain just relax, and I
2: love that. Mm, I love reading a book too.
3: Oh, it's nothing quite like sitting
2: on a deck chair and reading a book is there. Mm, I will tell you how that went when I get back from my cruise. <laughs> Please do. So my family is a little different from yours because I have one kid who would happily stay at home all day and I have another kid who wouldn't. I would have I have one kid who happily play board games all day and another kid who hates them. I have one kid oh who God. would love to watch a movie all day and I have another kid who hates movies. So I would think that that might be one of the reasons why I find holidays challenging.
3: Yes, because you can't even send them both off to do the same thing, let alone do it with them.
2: Exactly. Exactly. oh that's a challenge yes it is very challenging and then when one has a play date they both want a play date and because um i have a boy and a girl uh it gets a bit challenging to find the same family to go to or one of Mm. each like we have neighbors who they both love playing with and that's great but if they're not around then um yeah then Yes, it just becomes tricky. It's a little tricky, and I'm just hoping it might be um their ages too, yep, and I'm not wishing for another time kind of um but enjoy what you've got. I know, and that's really hard um but I am yeah, I am looking forward to my youngest maturing a little bit mm. and seeing what that brings out in her.
3: Yeah, because she's still little, like she's still prep this year or whatever you call it up in Mm -hmm. Sydney. Um, And it is, like I think that's something we want to convey to parents as well is it's totally okay if you find school holidays overwhelming and that's part of the reason we decided to do this topic today is because we wanted to um, align with you and say it's totally okay but to also give you some good ideas that aren't going to cost you the world. I have friends whose holiday budgets exceed $1,000 just for activities they do during the day. And mine does not. So we don't go to a, you know, we don't say every day, okay, you can do one activity today. You can go to time zone today, see a movie tomorrow, go bowling the following day, do mini golf the day after that. Our budget doesn't look like that for Christmas activities and holiday activities. And so um, Kirsty and I were looking up before there's this cool acronym called bored because we all hear the words I'm bored during the holidays or maybe you're an adult and you feel bored during the holidays maybe you're the one that's struggling with it and so what we're going to share actually can be applied to adults and to children definitely if you feel like oh I'm just so bored
2: so B stands for be creative how do your kids be creative Amy how do you be creative
3: for my children, for Elijah, that generally looks like drawing, colouring in, creating something outside. He'll go outside and make, my kids always call it backyard soup, but it's pretty much just this bowl of mud that has flowers and herbs and all kinds of things in it, like what we used to make as little girls, called. we would call it perfume. So sometimes <laughs> it's backyard soup that they'll make. Um, for Jesse, that looks a lot more like being creative and making up games. So he'll make up games with a Elijah. They'll make up wrestling games. They'll make up basketball shootout games. They'll make up games with toys. So that's what their creativity looks like. We don't tend to have lots of craft that happens. Uh, when they were younger, totally into craft. Now they're a bit older, they're totally not into craft anymore. And what about for you? What does being creative look like for you? Well, there's two things that I would say creative looks like for me. The first one is when I stop and think I'm actually quite a creative person, but I need space to think. And so sometimes that can happen while we're out for a walk or while we're cooking dinner together. And it's that creativity to just let my brain go a bit wild. Cause as Kirsty knows, I can come up with some pretty (laughs) cray cray ideas at times, but of all, you know, maybe if there's 50 really, really bad ideas, there might be one that I have real joy in um, putting legs on. And so that for me can look like work or church or create a family event or do something like that. And the other way that I like to be creative, although I don't even know that it's creative, oh, it's probably is, is writing. Um, that's I really, totally
2: creative.
3: Well, I know, but I don't tend to write fiction. Like I like writing a blog or writing a book. It or, is
2: still creative. Okay, You're all right, creating I'm a new it.
3: thing. Yes, yes, that's what I'm doing. Like I love creating something from nothing. So that's what it looks like for me. Um, I do It's not always the same, I guess. It's really not always the same it has different faces what my own creativity looks like and I probably don't do it enough so this is an excellent timely reminder as we head into the quieter time of end of january end of december and january to get my own creative on
2: excellent so o stands for outdoor play can't get enough of it no outdoor play for (laughs) our family looks like me sending the kids out into the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) And they too make um backyard what soup? Is that what you call it? Backyard soup. Yep. Yep, they make backyard soup. They we used to have like a cubby house not a cubby house, a like play equipment jungle mm-hmm. gym thing ah, yes, and they no, make like that. a cubby house out of them now they just grab the chairs from the outdoor setting and use them they'll play sport in the backyard we will go for a walk we've got a really beautiful bushwalk walk play that ends in a playground near us nice. we have lots of ovals near us so we'll often ride or scoot to the ovals and take a soccer ball and kick a soccer ball um we love bushwalking, so we'll go bushwalking and yeah, that's outdoor play for us. I must
3: say though, Kess, it sounds like most of their outdoor play has to involve you or is... Oh no. Is...
2: Okay, good. I was just Ooh. checking. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, The <cool. laughs> walking to the park involves me because yep. they're young still and yep. the bushwalking involves me because that might be how I get outside. <laughs>
3: Yes, <laughs> Not
2: nice. necessarily because I'm bored, but because my kids want to spend time with me. <laughs> yeah. So R stands for reading a book. Yes. You've got a little bookworm in Oliver, don't you? We do have a bookworm in Oliver. And Emily is so cute at the moment. She's yeah. not reading properly yet. She can read words, but she can't. And she can read really easy books, but she's not... Confident, um, but what she does do—it's so yeah. cute. She grabs a book and makes up her own story.
3: Oh, that's a really great skill. It is, isn't it? It is because they're not only stretching their own creativity, but they're learning to read pictures. Yes, which is part of how, what they teach them at school now.
2: Yes, it's so oh, cute. Go, Amy. Yep, she's a little gem. That one and. I love reading too, so I am really looking forward to the day where Emily can read. And we'll take ourselves off so we can all just have like two hours of reading. That sounds awesome. Say, so kids, it's reading
3: time. Yay. <laughs> what we have done in our family ever since the kids were about 18 months old, our kids stopped having their day sleeps very, very early. So if your parents whose children won't do the day sleep thing, I feel your pain. So what we would do is we would have what we call quiet time. And that basically just meant you had an hour in your room and you could do whatever in your room as long as it was quiet. So reading, drawing, just lying on your bed, playing with your dolls or your teddies or whatever it was, and we'd have quiet time. Now that they're 9 and 11 in the school holidays, we still have quiet time. (laughs) And it is the best. And I think because it's been a routine, they don't tend to fight it that much. And we'll often have it at like two o'clock. So not at 10 o'clock in the morning when they're still got ideas and energy and they're still creative and they haven't fought yet. We wait till after lunch when everyone's, you know, that bit flat after lunch. And we say, all right, it's quiet time. And I go to my room for that hour as well. And it just kind of reduces all the activity in the house when we all just go and have an hour of quiet time. And then we get up and you have afternoon tea and you finish off the day. And I just can't even tell you how good it is to have an hour of quiet where you don't have to attend to anyone, where you don't have anyone trying to get your attention, there's no squabbles, and you know what they're doing is just re-energising themselves so the rest of the day doesn't go pear-shaped
2: every single day of the holidays. Yes, quiet time is... So I highly is,
3: recommend it.
2: Yes, quiet time is often instigated in our house by the fighting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's an enforced, that's it, Quiet time. <laughs> get to your rooms, read, do whatever you want, but just leave each other alone and leave yes. me alone. Or leave me alone think, to stop sorting out your arguments.
3: <laughs> yes, because that's exhausting. And I, what the reason we like having quiet time as a routine is we try and get in before the it goes pear-shaped too much. Yes. It certainly doesn't avoid it all, let's be honest, but it is kind of that circuit breaker that we know we've got to look forward to. Yeah. Mm. I recommend it if you have small children or bigger ones. Yes.
2: More from us in just a few minutes. Don't forget to visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au and sign up for our bonus episode that's not so secret anymore. We've done episodes on linen cupboards, toys, wardrobes, pantries, jewellery and so many more. So if you're new to The Art of Decluttering, you'll find loads of great tips like this one from the episode we did on Entryways.
3: We keep hooks right next to our door for our keys. Mm. So that coming and going, we put our keys straight away. So if you haven't got somewhere to store your car keys, you can go as simple as what Kirsty was saying. And that's just putting a basket somewhere near the door or on top of something that you know where it is and just make sure they always go in there. And for us, that's just hanging them up near the door.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better? Well, Now back
2: to the podcast for so many more tips and tricks. What advice do you give to working parents around juggling these school holidays? Because um, mm. I know that that's where a lot of a $1,000 holiday budget goes for
3: yes. people I know. It's really, I wish I had a solution. I have to be really honest and say I don't have a solution. Um there are some ideas, like you can use the school holiday clubs, you can use um, playdate swaps, you can use grandparents, you can do all of those kind of things. But ultimately, it's a really difficult challenge if you're a full-time working parent, particularly if you're a full-time working solo parent. So I take my hat off to you and I wish there was more I could do. Um, here's, what, here's what I can suggest is that those of you that are in situations like Kirsty and myself who don't work full-time outside of the home over the Christmas holidays, have a think about any solo parents that you might know where he has to go to work and he's got two kids at home or she has a job three days a week. Why don't you just offer to, you know, one day a fortnight, have their kids for them and maybe even prepare a double batch of dinner, send it home with them, do what you can to help because I don't have a solution and helping out is all I can offer.
2: Beautiful. What a beautiful heart you have, Amy. (laughs) no shucks (laughs) (laughs) um oh we forgot to go back to the rest of board oh yeah 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 so e (laughs) E. E is for
3: exercise (laughs) and you've talked a little bit about how you help your kids make sure they're out and about and not in front of a screen for the whole of the holidays and I think one of my girlfriends shout out to Michelle does a thing where they say we move every day and so even if it's just a walk up to the shops or. It's a quick bike ride or they go on a scooter ride or anything. As long as they move that day and get out of the house and move, then it qualifies. And I really like that. It doesn't have to be cumbersome, but it can be really creative. Can we go outside and shoot 25 hoops each and then go back inside? Or does it include skipping or, you know, doing hopscotch? Just moving is really important because kids will get stir crazy if their muscles don't move. The other thing
2: I like about this topic, the exercise, is that you can actually um, make it a reflective exercise too. Like you could introduce yoga to your children or mindfulness, like, and well, more around yoga, like, and so get them moving and exercising their body, but also having that soul care and building in that. Um, mindfulness into this exercise as well like I think that might be the tip of the day Kirst I really like that Mm, there is so much good um, stuff out there on the net about kids yoga and kids like yeah getting kids into that um, will just help them a lot
3: not yeah the self-regulation and the moving your body and being aware of your body and even doing Pilates with them it doesn't have to be rigorous exercise especially when it's Forty-four degrees in Melbourne and Sydney, Hmm. but I really like that. Yep, tip of the day, like it. Oh, good, thank you. Because I'm, I'm I'm calling it.
2: (laughs) I'm really huge at the moment into getting my kids to learn how to breathe properly, yes, um, and actually helping them to um, think about their breath more and how to um, instill in them deep breathing. That is so cool, Cass. We should
3: say so we've been doing that this year because Elijah has joined a choir, and his choir director is just amazing at teaching them all about their diaphragm and how their ribs should move when they breathe and how their stomach should move and where they're breathing from. And as as an asthmatic, that's a really important thing to know. So we'll often say to them, "All right, we want you to take three big breaths," and you know. Your, your ribs should do this and you're breathing from here and do it with your nose. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh,
2: I love it. It's so good to also calm them down. Like yes. I do it when my kids are um, going a bit off. <laughs> <laughs> um, if they need to calm down to speak to me or if they need to calm down to apologise to each other mm-hmm. or to me, I often get them to take those three deep breaths. Um, yeah. It's so helpful and so I think that that plays into the exercise because you could just be exercising your lungs
3: yeah exactly and those three deep breaths actually do wonders for your body so even if you're sitting alone and you've gone on a beach holiday all by yourself this summer have a think about some of these things like when you're feeling a bit agitated you're tempted to log into your work email, even though you've said to yourself, that's it, I'm not doing any work over these two weeks I'm having off. When you're tempted, think about the acronym for board. We haven't got to the last one yet, but could you be creative? Could you do something outside? Could you read a book? Could you do some exercise? And D stands for do something helpful, which we can all do, not
2: just for kids. Excellent. What are some things that you would encourage Somebody to do that is helpful other than mm. offer to babysit, look after children.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you can always do that. Yes. So I would think of some things, Kirsty. like you could serve someone else, which I, maybe I'll get you to talk about in a second, but do something helpful could be for yourself. Could you stop and give yourself a pedicure? Could you stop and just decide you're going to have a day or an afternoon on the couch binge-watching your favourite show online? Could you go outside and and take your neighbour for a walk and get her out of the house or him out of the house? Like I think do something helpful can be for yourself, but obviously, Kirst, it's also in regards to other people. So give us some tips about being helpful to others. Could you
2: volunteer at a local charity or... Something like that. Could you make a meal for somebody, like Amy mentioned, a solo parent, or just somebody? Just give somebody, be kind to somebody, and give them mm. a meal. Could you do something that's kind by just sending a message to somebody and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. I know this awesome podcast you should listen to. <laughs> <laughs> It'll totally rock you. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, just be an encouragement to other people. And Or could you do something kind? Could you go and buy a present for somebody that you know isn't going to receive so many presents this Christmas? Mm. Could you be kind by... Being kind to the earth. Can you go out and plant a tree? Can you go and um, pick up rubbish in your local area? It doesn't have to be Clean Up Australia Day to go to your go to your local park and pick up some rubbish.
3: Oh, there's some awesome ideas, Kirst. Really, really good ideas. And if you've got children at home and you're thinking, well, obviously you can't organize a lot of those things impromptu, but do something helpful could be that they could do a chore. You know, holidays are an awesome time to be teaching our children extra responsibilities when they're not necessarily exhausted after school and they don't want to learn how to hang out the washing. But holidays is a time where you totally could teach them those kind of things. So it can be doing something helpful for a sibling or for a parent. You could do something nice if you've got a day off and your partner gets home late and it's just the two of you. Could you cook a special meal or could you organize to go for a walk? And there's so many beautiful ways. It's about being intentional and it's about just taking life slow enough that you remember to do those things
2: for people. Mm, I love just going back to the teaching a kid a chore. I actually heard from my girlfriend a couple of years ago; she was going to make time in every school holiday to teach her child how to cook a meal. And I mm. love that. That is That's a great what idea. I am going to. What I have been doing and what I'm going to continue to do is to actually spend time over the holidays being very intentional on teaching oliver because he's eight and Emily is not quite there yet but my eight-year-old is certainly there that how to cook spaghetti like let's just do one meal a week or one meal the holiday and perfect that meal so that he can go and do it by himself and help me next term when he's in big grade three. <laughs> I love that idea, Kirst. You're such a
3: good mum. I really love that idea. I am so Snaps not a good mum. You You're so are. Don't say that. We would never let our listeners speak to themselves like that. You are an awesome mum. I am a great mum.
2: <laughs> I am good. a great mum.
3: Yes. Not, no no um, caveat to that. You are a great mum. We are great mums because,
2: you know, what? we're trying our best. Yes, and that's what I was going to say. So I am a great mum, but so is... All the mums listening.
3: Yeah, totally. And if you're a parent, snaps to you for getting through the holidays. If you're a single person, enjoy your holidays and make sure you look after yourself. Don't run so ragged that you don't have time for rest. Don't feel guilty if you stop and rest. Don't feel guilty if you're sleeping. Don't feel guilty if you sleep in. do not feel guilty if you do not want to go out at night and see another movie but you want to go to bed early. That's totally cool. In fact, my happy place is I dream... Of a beautiful autumn afternoon where it's about 20 degrees the southerly wind is flowing through melbourne and i have a day bed outside and i'm just lying in the sun that's my happy place
2: awesome so quickly <laughs> let's just talk a little bit more about rest let's <laughs> because i think that we don't do this enough and i think that christmas holidays are a uh, really easy time to rest, but also a really easy time not to rest. It's like catching up with all the people that you didn't catch up with before Christmas. It is running around with the kids on the days that you do have off, or just running around with the kids. It is, you know, if you don't have kids, it is a time where more people have time off. So it is easier to catch up with friends. So it is really tempting to squeeze in all your catch ups and not actually do the resting that you need to head into 2018 with, that, with rest and soul care and intention.
3: Exactly. Rest is so important.
2: Coming from someone
3: who has and is recovering from chronic fatigue, trust me, you want to be resting when you can because sometimes your body will just tell you, too bad, you didn't make the time. I'm going to make the time and the time is right now. <laughs> so take the time, take the time to rest. It doesn't mean lazy. Rest doesn't mean lazy. Rest is an intentional thing. And so be intentional about when you rest. Take time out. Set aside time in your schedule. I'm preaching to myself, people,
2: but let's make time for rest. (laughs) All right, beautiful ones. Thank you so much for spending some time with us in this crazy, crazy lead up to Christmas. We hope that we've made it a little less crazy and that we can help to serve you To make your Christmas holidays more restful, more fun, more intentional and more thoughtful.
3: Uh, We are going to have a lovely January together. We're really excited that next week is Christmas. We're not going to take Christmas Day off. We're going to pre-record and have a podcast ready for you if you would like to listen to us on Christmas morning. So if you have a quiet day or you want a bit of company in the morning, you'll know that we'll be there to share a podcast with you and enjoy your Christmas Day alongside you. We cannot
2: wait to spend Christmas holidays with you as you listen to our podcast when you get the chance. So we hope you have a beautiful, beautiful Christmas that you um, get to do what you love on Christmas Day. And we can't wait to hang out with you more. Bye.
3: Bye. For joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a friend a favor and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganized.net or on Facebook as Simply you can find me, Kirsty
2: over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as FeelsLikeHomePO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out over there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes. We hope you've enjoyed the listening and that you've learnt some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised.
3: We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.